Welcome back to day three coverage of VMware Explorer 2022. We promised that we were going to bring you some of the most interesting conversations via the CTO Advisor Studio, and we've delivered on that. We've talked to VMware, Oracle Cloud, Cohesity, the list goes on and on, independent conversations with the decision makers, the people who are on the ground making hybrid infrastructure real. That conversation continues with Oracle Cloud customer, Cyber Reason, and their global IT senior director, Istik Moshevich, Mosh, I'm Mosh, sorry. It's Istik Moshev, yeah, I will introduce uh, You know what, before the end of the day, we'll, I'm going to get that. I'm, I'm going to actually practice <laughs> saying your we'll name. We'll work on it, don't we'll worry. We'll work on it. Yeah. Istik, you're, you're, you're the unicorn. You're multi-cloud. Yeah. And you're one of the first customers to kind of embrace, or at least talk about embracing the VMware Cloud solution. So we're going to walk through that journey. First, who is Cyber Reason and what do you guys do? Yeah, so first, thank you for having me. Um, cyber Reason is a cyber uh, security company. Uh, we put our goal to, to move that, uh, the advantage to the, to the company and not to the, att to the attacker. Um, the way we do it is like uh, we have sensors talking to an AI server as a SaaS server that sits in the cloud. We also have an on-prem solution for uh, companies that don't want to go out to the, to the internet. Um, so the idea is you have this big server uh, with uh, a lot of compute power uh, collecting logs from everything, from your switches, your firewalls, your computers, your desktop, your iPads, whatever, whatever is connected to the network and whenever it is, it could be like in the cloud, it could be your on-prem, it could be when you're vacationing or you're at home. Um, so we know something is happening, it will tell this AI server that, uh, give them the, the logs and the data, and we wrap it all in, a, in something we call uh, a MELOP. Okay, the whole process is XDR, this is the new, the new world right now. Um, so we wrap it up in a MELOP, and the MELOP is like your, the whole event, the whole attack. Sometimes you can have even two or three MELOPs running at the same time, like two or three attackers that sits there, or maybe it's running already a few years before uh, Cyberism came. Um, and we help you handle it. We give you a full forensic. You can drill down in a very nice uh, GUI, uh, drill down, down to the email or the attachment or the disk on key or whatever the attacker came from. Um, and we'll give you a full forensic to help you to uh, protect yourself, block it, uh, or maybe even uh, let the attacker continue and see what he's trying to get, because sometimes Ooh. you want to know what he's doing there. Right. I well, mean, well, you block, they, yeah. You, know, you want to just block them. You want to know, well, they might... Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you want to block them right away. Sometimes you want to see wh well, where they're headed. It depends what you're doing, yeah. You'll be surprised. That is an interesting business model. So it's really, it's always curious when a security company chooses to outsource any part of their infrastructure. So walk me through the decision process to even start out with a VMware cloud solution because from both a financial perspective and a operations perspective, a lot of CIOs, CTOs question why even to go with a VMware cloud on a hypervisor, yeah, on a hyperscaler? From a finance phase, it doesn't make sense, I know. 
So we will talk about ROI and CTO and stuff. But um, so I joined the company three years ago, uh, and I inherited a company that uh, RIT wasn't like uh, there were no policies and stuff. So everybody was doing everything. You, people spending with a credit card and. Uh, helping uh, others um, handle their cyber attacks. Um, so I joined three years ago, did a um, kind of a map, mapping the, the whole environment. It took me like almost two months. And I understand, okay, so I have this uh, floor, my, my on-prem uh, data center. It's not that big. It's not that uh, I, I need to do a hardware refresh. Uh, so I know I'm, I'm going to need to put some money on uh, creating something that is more scalable and something more uh, stronger that uh, will allow the company to do what they want to do. Um, and then I went to the management. I sat with my CEO um, and the CTO in the company. I was trying to understand where do they want to be. So I planned for three years. Uh, I spoke with them. They said, okay, we, we, we have a momentum right now. We, we still need to grow. Uh, and we, have, we need to have the, the right infrastructure to allow us to grow. So I started with the amount of people, how much do we want to recruit. Back then, three years ago, we were 500 employees globally. So it's kind of a medium uh, company, not that big. I mean, if you look at it globally. Um, and the growth that they talked about were thousands, okay? So uh, I had to be ready for that. So I understand, right away I understand, okay, my floor is not enough for right. that. I cannot do that. Uh, so we did start to look at the other solutions. The, the first thing that came up was the co-location like taking my servers or even do the refresh and put them in a, in a co-location site. And, um, and then, okay, so the architect himself is based on VMware vSphere. So it has to run on an ES6 uh, environment, okay? Um, so native cloud back then was it didn't make any sense. Um, so we did a calculation for three years and then I sat with my, uh, all of my R&D team leaders, all of them, and I asked them, okay, what would, what would be your dream? What would be your dream environment? And, uh, and they asked for a Bugatti. And I told them, listen, I'm, I'm far from that right now. <laughs> and I can do that. I cannot do that in my, my current floor, okay? So we need to do something bigger. Um, so they asked for tons of things. They complain about the CI/CD processes. It's taking way too long. Uh, so we have these sanity checks before we, um, before we move the code to the, to the production. And it takes like, back then it took like two weeks, okay, oh, wow. the whole process. It's two weeks and we kind of implemented somewhere about 1,000 machines uh, doing the tests and then delete themselves. Um, and it was too long and I learned the process, I understand what they do in there. It's all based on templates with the, you know, vanillas that you run automation on that. The whole automation is also running on vSphere, so it has to speak the same language. Uh, whatever solution you'll find, and that's why that's why it makes sense to put it on a colocation site. Okay, so I'm putting vSphere, I'm controlling it, I can continue with my own uh, automation on that, so it should be smooth. So we calculated an ROI for three years. I did prove that we can, uh, it, it will be worth doing that. Uh, so I said, okay, I can convince the company to do that. And right before I did it, and remember, this is three years ago. Okay, this is pre-pandemic. And then COVID hit us. Uh, and when COVID hit us, it kind of changed everything. So I said, okay, before I go to the management, I need more numbers and I need to see, okay, something is changing here. This is big, okay, we're talking about January, February, something like that. Um, and that's when I went uh, to speak with my management again. And I asked them, okay, where would you like to be five years from now, not three years? And they did plan that far and the dream was a lot bigger. 
mm. and it all depends on what will happening in the next few months and how do the Padmedic will actually implement the, the business. Um, so I said, okay, I have to be ready for that and the co-location growth, I mean the scale up and scale out is not that fast. I mean if you want to add another year 6 you need to buy it, you need to install it, you need to maintain it and add it to the your clusters and everything and it will take time to, to, to add an additional ES6 server. Uh, and remember, as I said, I'm, I'm handling the R&D lab, okay? So every, every process that we do there is like we are um, um, extracting a lot of templates, doing the tests, and then delete them. Um, so, so I need to be able to scale up and scale out really, really fast. And that's where the cloud makes sense. So I, I, I search it up. Nobody talked about it back then. Um, so I went to the vendor himself. I spoke with VMware, I brought him to the table. I told him, guys, this is my challenge. This is what I need to do. What's the solution? What, what do I have out, out there? What's my options? Uh, again, they, they did talk about co-locations. Um, but then we started to talk at the cloud. And back then, three years ago, AWS and VMware had a partnership when VMware is actually in the front. So you can build your own ESX on AWS uh, data centers with the same experience of uh, managed services. Um, so it was perfect. I said, okay, I, I'm, yeah, I don't need to. The VM on, the, on the AWS underlay, which right. was more expandable than the AWS underlay. Right, you don't need to take care of power. You don't need to get to the data center to fix something because the, the road was closed, okay? Remember the, the beginning of the Padmatic? You couldn't even get to your servers and fix them. So we went to AWS, uh, we started with that. Um, and then we found a new world, okay? So, talk to me about that VMC on AWS experience and what made you consider OCVS, Oracle Cloud, VMware solution. Okay, so as I said, AWS was the only option out there back then. Um, let, me, let me fix that. The only option that VMware will be in the front, which means okay. if you have any problem, you can go to VMware directly because everything is based on ES6 in my environment. Um, so after seeing that it's working really, really good, you can scale up and scale out in a click. You don't even have to worry about it. The automation is doing it himself. And I said, okay, the, the cloud is my solution. I did convince the, the management to put the money over there to take this risk. Uh, but when I showed, I showed it like five years uh, of ROI, okay? A year later, the, a, a partnership came between uh, CyberReason and Oracle. Uh, they are our customers, we are their customers. They uh, set in CyberReason as a security uh, layer of the cloud. Um, and they told me, okay, let's, let's test this. And remember, this is back then, two years ago. Okay, I'm, I'm here in uh, AWS already. I know the cloud, I know mm -hmm. the experience. My team already learned uh, how to handle that. That there's actually a transmission from a sysadmin to a the DevOps engineer because you're doing automation in the cloud for the team. So there's also a gap over there that you need to fill. Um, so I started to check this. Uh, we did a PLC with the OCVS, with Oracle uh, VMware Cloud. Uh, and we saw that the same dollar that we put on AWS is different than o OCVS with Oracle Cloud. Hmm. Yeah, the interesting thing about it, I thought it would be the same because it's saying, okay, this is vSphere, it's running on a service. What could be different? So. Apparently the bare metal are a bit stronger uh, in terms of CPU and memory, which is what I need in my case. Okay, this is my architect. I need more uh, CPU and memory. Where in AWS, the focus for the environment that we took over there was more like storage. Storage, storage I.O. was right. better. Yeah, a lot better. Um, 
and again back then so and so you have this oracle uh, not managed uh, service which means you still need to manage the bare metal yeah you they the one of the things that they are very proud of they, they give you access to the root and you just, right. yeah, you, but now you're back in the business of managing that's exactly the, the point ESXi. so back at the beginning and, and remember we're learning through the face okay at the beginning, I thought it was going to be a problem. I want to manage service. I don't want to take care about the bare metal. Right. You do that. But then I saw that it's a great advantage. I mean, right now you can buy this service. Okay, this is a managed service on Oracle. You pay more, a little bit more, but you get this uh, service. But I didn't buy that. And I, the reason for that is like managing your risk. So on AWS, for example, vSphere uh, 8 was just announced two days ago, I think. Um, and AWS will probably go there in a very close period of time. Right. And I'm not sure my automation will be ready for that. Okay, maybe there will be a gap in there. And remember, I still have a, something in my on-prem lab that sits on 6.5 because um, we have a thing with Apple. Te never, technical never mind. debt. Yeah. yeah. No, Apple, you, can, you have to run on a bare metal Apple and they support mm. 6.5 tops. Oh, that's, that's far as they yeah, go. Yeah, so right. if I'll go to 8, there's probably a your big, Apple it's, a, it's a huge jump, by the way, okay. uh, technical. So I'm, my automation might stop working or it will work only on the cloud, not on on-prem. So mm -hmm. I want to manage that. And in Oracle, I can do that. I'm controlling the versions, the, 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 um, the patching and everything myself. So what I thought would be a challenge actually turned out to work for me. It's, it's actually an advantage. I can manage my risk. I have a, this cloud environment doing the latest and uh, the best and latest. And I have this Oracle that I control. I can be the latest, but I cannot. I can control that. Um, so let's talk about the multi-cloud nature of what you do. So you're solid into OCVS and Oracle Cloud. But as I understand, you have some native cloud stuff in Azure. Yeah. This what drove that decision? Uh, research, actually. The research team uh, in Cyber Reason they came to me and said, we need to check specific thing in Microsoft. Um, so, okay, let's build everything you need. They, they needed Exchange, for example, proxies, Windows from all versions and stuff. Um, so there was something very, very much specific, I won't go into the details, that they need to test uh, on, on environment of uh, Office 365 and stuff like that. And the only way to do it is actually using the, the native cloud in Azure. So one, now we have uh, the GCP with our architect, okay? The AI server sits on GCP and you need to protect it. So we have a cyber reason over there, we have firewalls, we have uh, uh, an NS6 that uh, actually manage the whole uh, layer of networking. And I have Azure doing, my research team doing uh, their stuff over there and, and you want to keep it in a closed environment because they're, we're dealing with cybersecurity. So the things that we're doing there, you, you have to make sure it doesn't go out. You, nobody plays there. Um, so we're using a kind of a jump server into to getting into this environment. I have this AWS lab uh, doing this all automation of deploying templates with a, um, a really fast deployment, okay? We'll talk about it in a second. Uh, and I have this Oracle thing, the new thing that we jumped in two years ago to Oracle, and Oracle actually opened the world for us because mm. you can you get more CPU and memory, and when you deploy a service, yes, IOs is really important because you, 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 at the end of the day, you're writing into a disk, no matter if it's a flash or not. Um, but when, when the CPU and memory are stronger, the, the tests that we are doing are a lot faster. 
So if you remember, we talked about two weeks period of uh, sanity tests, right. and which was taking all time for the CI/CD process. And if it breaks, you need to run it again. Um, we we came down to two days. Okay, from remember two weeks came down to two days, and we're running a hundred thousand servers when we run only a thousand, a thousand before. before. So it's changing the whole way you think about ROI because implementing the business himself, support team, think about support team, think about uh, sales engineers, everything is running a lot faster. The blueprint is, is like crazy. So I'm a multi-cloud and I still have my on-prem. Well, we talked about it. So I need something uh, layer to manage everything. And if, if you want, we can dive into that. That's where I implemented VRRealize. Less. The vRealize folks would love to have that kind of high-level overview. So let's talk about that because VMware talked about their ARIA announcement. So I would love for you to give some a customer perspective of using vRealize and what you're looking forward to or even if you're looking at ARIA as a result. So, um, as I said, I needed a layer to, uh, I need something to, to speak with all of those clouds in the same language, okay? And, and what I have in common is the vSphere, okay? Everything is VMware based. Um, so we went back to VMware, my partner, and uh, we asked them, okay, what's the solution? What do we have there? And they introduced me to vRealize, and again, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm learning through the process, okay? Because it's not like nobody talked about it, but they were all salespeople. Right. I don't want to talk to self. I want, <laughs> I want someone that actually felt it, someone right. that actually was born and said, okay, be careful from that. Um, so I brought uh, VMware, they told me, okay, let's, let's get your personnel ready for that. We'll go send them to some courses, show them around. So I said, no, I want to do it through the run. I want them to learn through the process. I got this environment and trusted fully. It's working, let's take like um, a small part of it. Mm -hmm. Let's try to kind of a PLC through the run and then you're learning through that. And, and I have to say, I have a very talented team, okay, so I fully trust them, and that's, that's why I took this risk. They learned, um, and we didn't talk about it, but I came down from uh, four sysadmin to only two, two DevOps engineers, actually, and with those two that I actually moved, I moved them to my uh, um, corporate IT support team, okay, we added an additional four people over there, and that's actually helped me with my SLA, okay? Mm. So I'm solving more problems. I got less people needed for, to do that. You're, 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 you're walking like testimony to automate, <laughs> yeah. reallocate, provide better service at the end. And remember, it's a big risk, okay? Yes. You're putting everything in the same basket and it's kind of dangerous. Um, so they, they showed me VRX. We started to implement that. Uh, um, and we saw, okay, now I can create a blueprint one blueprint in one place, give the experience of the R&D or support or sales engineers from, they have the same experience. And it's in the cloud. It's in the same latency, no matter where they sit. They can be at home, they can be working hybrid, you know. They can be in the in the VMware Explorer doing their work or uh, on, on the beach in Thailand or for, for uh, as far as I care. They get the same experience because it's, it's in the cloud. And the vRealize speaks with everything, the same language. Um, really, really fast solution. You got great eyes on your environment because you're looking at one place, okay? You have the VROps layer of that. So VROps actually looks at the v, uh, VRA and give you the, the data on, on what's happening over there. Um, and you're still managing your on-prem, which was, at the beginning, was a gap because, as I said, it's two different uh, versions. Two different major versions of VSQ. Yeah, and, and VRA takes, it, takes care. I mean, you can say, you can tell that 
okay, put uh, the deployment of this environment where, where will it be cheaper for me? And he will decide. I mean, they, they will check and they decide. Uh, if they're running out of space of ES6 in, uh, for example, uh, Oracle, I mean, I, now I have like 27, 28 servers, ES6 servers, like a, as my ba base on Oracle. Mm -hmm. When I'm doing my sanity checks, we sometimes jump to an additional four servers, okay, oh, wow. during, the, during mm -hmm. the process. This is on two days period, okay? Think about it, I'm adding four servers and I'm deleting them at the end. This, you cannot do that in a colocation. I mean, doing that will take me like two, two months to do that. Just getting the hardware and stuff right. like that. So, so it's a new, all new world. So when you think about our horizon stuff, everything changes. The pictures show that, okay, what I planned for five years, I actually closed the gap in two or three years, um, which is significant. It's implementing directly the business within a lot more. Nobody's waiting for a CPU power anymore. Everything is out there waiting for you to do what you want to do. Um, so things will happen fast. We grow from 500 employees to 1,600 in two years uh, during the pandemic. Okay, so think about it. Companies was closed all around. They bankrupt and everything. So and we're growing. So it's the, this has been the story that I've heard consistently throughout the, sh the show and the couple of years. Companies transforming as a result of the lockdown and the pandemic and being given, IT leaders being given more leeway to try new things to solve these unique challenges. And then at the end of it, becoming digital organizations themselves and transforming their business. I appreciate you taking the time. I could talk about this literally all day because yeah. this is the meat of what the VMware story is, not just the Oracle Cloud story, but the VMware story of mixing hybrid infrastructures, private data center, VMware vSphere on-premises, native cloud, and, and Microsoft Azure, and VMware Cloud and Oracle Cloud infrastructure. You're, you're the walking testimony. <laughs> I appreciate you. you taking out the time. There is one more point. Oh, I have one to more say, point. Yeah, I got like the biggest advantage I got, I didn't even think about it at the beginning, let me guide you through. I have this uh, AWS thing. All of my templates are over there. Right. And when I did the migration to Oracle, I copied the, the data, okay? So I have these templates over there also. So all I need to do is find a tool to sync between them, and I have a DR out of the box, which I didn't think about it. <laughs> and so I'm fully protected right now. You're, you're backing up your Oracle Cloud VMware solution to yeah, because it's, it's based on templates. So the same templates I have in the, same, in the two environments. So I have a DR. There you go, it's perfect. The magic of the public cloud and legacy, legacy infrastructure, huge business growth right. off of this model where people are telling us we need to move from, here's the counter case where it makes the case for cloud and combining your existing operations and accelerating your business at the end. You want to learn more about the CTO Advisor, you can follow us on the web, thectoadvisor.com. Stay tuned for more coverage from VMware Explorer 2022.